Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. This is the Minnesota Tim Podcast, and I'm thrilled to have this guy join the podcast again for the second time because that means they won. That means they advanced. (laughs) Coach Andrew Phillips is back on the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Coach, thanks so much for joining the podcast, for winning, and for coming on again. Hey, no problem. I appreciate it. Glad we were able to to get the victory last week to be here again. I got to ask you to begin with. You guys are down 16-0 to start. You come back, you take the lead, then you're down 30 to 20 to begin the fourth quarter. What was your blood pressure like throughout that game? Um, well, you know, when uh, when we were down 16-0, we were, we were battling the wind as well with the way we we're going. And all I kept thinking was, let's get the first quarter over. Please, let's change directions. Let's go the other way. I think we got a shot if we don't have to battle the wind. Um, <clears throat> so that was my first thought at 16-0. to zero. When we got to 30, 30 to 20 down 10, I thought, oh my goodness, like, uh, what are we going to do? You know, again, we're, we're battling the wind. Uh, we're, we're going into it, you know, but even though we got a great kicker, I'm like, we, we got to basically score a touchdown to get it, get points on the board. Um, so I definitely, uh, my, my heart was racing. The blood pressure was up and I kept thinking, how fast can we get to the next quarter? Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's a good idea. A strategy question, because I'm not that much of a, I'm, I've never coached football. I've never played football on a competitive level. I'm like that classic fan from the TV. I, I like to think that I have decent takes, you know, watching football and a, a decent understanding of the game. But when you guys score the touchdown uh, to make it 16 to six, um, my thought was, well, they're going to go for two and make it a one score game. Uh, he sent out the field goal unit. Um, I know you have a great kicker. I heard he made like a 43-yard field goal earlier in the year. Uh, but if he makes that at 16-7, to 7, um, why didn't you go for two-point conversion on that play? You know, um, honestly, the, the the first reason really was I knew that, um, that we could score. You know, we run an offense um, where we have the potential to, to put up points and we can put them up fairly quickly. Um, 
And so I knew that, that we would, I knew that wasn't going to be our only score of the game. Uh, you know, even if we would have scored again, uh, you know, it still would have been 16, 14, at which point then we would have had to decide kind of where are we going to go? Um, but honestly, my, my first thought was, you know, we haven't gone for two all year. I know it's, you know, a win or go home type game, but it was only the second quarter. And, uh, and I knew we were going to score again at some point. So I sent our kicker out there, um, to, to get us an extra, you know, to get the extra point for us. Um, I also like sending him out there because our kids have a lot of confidence in him. You know, when he goes out there, they know, Hey, he's going to, he's going to give us his best effort. You know, it wasn't his, his best kick. Uh, you know, he's only missed five extra points in three years and that happened wow. to be one of them. But, you know, we have a lot of confidence in him. Our kids have a lot of confidence in him. Um, so I knew, I knew if we needed to, it was going to come down to, to us kicking a field goal maybe or having to, having to kick some extra points. So that was really our, my thought in putting him out there. The Vikings could use Hexel, right? He's the <laughs> kicker. Yes. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he's pretty good for us. Yeah. Um, so watching that game, uh, you guys had the dramatic comeback both times in the fourth quarter, you were driving down the field and I'm pretty sure you guys converted two fourth down conversions and then scored a touchdown to make it 30 uh, to 27, I think. Um, do you guys have plays prepared for those fourth down conversions? Is that something that you prepare for? Is that more off the cuff to see how the game, how the flow of the game is going? Um, take us through the decision-making on that. Right. Um, well, you know, we were down 30 to 20 at that point. Um, we, we had to get 10 points, you know, so... At best, we're looking at two possessions, uh, knowing that, again, as mentioned before, we have a good kicker. We had the wind at our back. Um, I knew we needed to score a touchdown at some point, whether it be this drive or the next drive. Um, and, you know, we ultimately went for it first. <laughs> um, and um, and like you said about those fourth downs, we don't necessarily have plays that we hold in our pocket and say, hey, when we get to fourth down, this is what it's going to be. Um, it's kind of a little off the cuff, but at the same time, it's a little bit about what the defense is giving us. Um, you know, one of those fourth down conversions was, a was a screen pass. And, uh, I, we, we called it due to the fact that, you know, Cannon Falls was getting a ton of pressure on us when we were in our passing game. And they, especially towards the end of the game, they were not only bringing their defensive linemen, but they're, they're blitzing a linebacker and sometimes even two. Uh, so I knew if we could slip Wyatt out into the flat and get a, a lineman or two in front of him, we had a chance for a big play. Um, ultimately, that was the play, I think, that got us down to the one-yard line. We scored the next play, a touchdown in the next play. Um, but, yeah, it's it just kind of, you know, we talked to our kids a lot about knowing the game, right, knowing where the sticks are at or where the down and distance is. Um, I think the other fourth down we converted was a, an out route to, to yes. actually to Hexel right at the sideline, you know, and we, we practice that route at different distances, right? If it's third and six, we need you to run that route at seven yards. So that way we get a first down. Um, and so I think our kids just knew, Hey, it's fourth down. We have to get a first down. How far do I have to go? That's where I have to run my route to. You guys threw a 49 yard touchdown earlier on in the game. Might've been your first score. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. Rundell to McCabe 51 yard touchdown to take the lead. 34 to 30. What was the idea behind that play call? Was it to take a shot? And how did you get to the idea not to like drive slowly and methodically and maybe score in the final minute, but to take a deep shot right away? Um, 
actually the the play we had designed was was not necessarily intended to be thrown to McCabe. Um, they had kind of been uh, you know giving us the the short passing game, especially to the sideline all night. Um, and so I think there was about two minutes and twenty five seconds on the clock. First play um, of the possession too. Yeah, yeah. So the play we had called, we actually had our slot receiver uh, was running an out, you know, a five yard out to the sideline. And, uh, you know, going back and watching the film later, he's open. And I thought for sure, that's where Albert will throw it. You know, he'll he'll put it right in there. Gannon will catch it. We'll make it eight, eight, nine yards out of the play. Gannon's a smart enough player. Also, he'll run out of bounds. The clock will stop. Perfect. We'll do that all the way down the field. You know, eventually we'll get down there and either either we'll uh we'll get a touchdown or we'll we'll trot uh Hexel and the field goal unit out there to to kick a field goal and we'll play for overtime. Um you know <laughs> obviously uh that's not what happened. Uh Albert <laughs> threw the ball uh you know 51 yards. Wyatt made a heck of a catch, outran a couple kids to the end zone and uh next thing you know we're up uh 34-30. Uh it's kind of funny uh reliving that with uh with coach Rossolt, our defensive coordinator. You know his defense had just come up with a stop we got the ball back and he was kind of thinking the same thing. Oh, they'll take a bunch of time off the clock. We'll get them all the way down there. We'll either play for overtime or we'll score a touchdown. So he said he was talking to our, our other defensive coach upstairs and, uh, and all of a sudden, um, he looks up and here's Wyatt running into the end zone and he's thinking, Oh my gosh, now I got to play defense again for another two minutes and 15 seconds. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it was obviously a play that, that worked out well for us. Yeah, and then you guys got the fumble and uh, yep. took the kneel, ran a couple plays, took the kneel, finished off the game. Quick question on on, on Rundell. Um, maybe you know this, maybe you don't. You probably do. Uh, if he stood at the one-yard line and threw the ball as far as he could throw it, do you know how far you can throw the ball? I don't know specifically how far it would be, but I can tell you that, you know, uh, he's a baseball player. He's got a good arm. He's a pitcher on the baseball team, plays shortstop on the baseball team. I would tell you that in the air, he's he's good for, you know, 40 to 45 yards for sure. Uh, on a night like Thursday night with the wind at his back, we we might be looking at 55 or more. He's got a cannon of an arm. Yes. Just yeah. watching it on, tel- on the screen, I'm like, holy cow, this guy is just whipping it all over the field. Yeah. So, anyway, last week you told me the goal was to make it to state and the goal was to make it to U.S. Bank Stadium. Well, you guys are on to the bank. What was the locker room like after that game? You know, uh, uh, after the game, uh, we're sitting out there on the field. Uh, and I told him exactly that. I said, you know, guys, this week I had the opportunity to to sit down and look at the goal sheets that you guys had had written back in August. Um, and I said, you know, there were there were a handful of you that your goal was to make it to state. Well, we did that last week. And then I said, and the other, there was another portion of you that uh, your goal was to play at U.S. Bank Stadium. And it was quiet. And I said, guys, we get to play at U.S. Bank Stadium. And they all erupted. And, and it was super exciting. And the, and the kids are fired up. That's great. Well, it's snowing outside. Uh, got several inches on uh, Monday. It's going to snow on Tuesday. It's supposed to snow on Wednesday. Uh, how does preparing for a game in state semifinals against a team you played earlier in the year and won by a field goal, how, how are you going to prepare in the snow? <laughs> You know, uh, we were actually out there at practice yesterday in the snow and, uh, the players looked at me and, uh, and said, what are we doing out here? You know, there's snow on the ground. It's 25 degrees. Um, and I said, well, we, this is where we got to practice. You know, we don't, we don't have a domed facility. We don't have an indoor facility. This is where our football field is. We got to practice here. 
And, and one of them looked at me and goes, well, you always say we got to, we, we might have to play in these kind of conditions. And another kid goes, we're not playing in these conditions. And I was like, you're right. It's going to be 70 degrees, no wind, no snow. Um, so, you know, we, uh, we battled the elements as well as we could. Of course, uh, we have high school kids. So, you know, we had a, a small snowball fight in the middle of practice. Um, break you know, it off, break kids, it off. <laughs> right, right. We had a, we had a couple of kids, uh, you know, take handfuls of snow, rub them in their buddies' faces and all that stuff. And of course, you know, we had the, the classic couple tough guys out there in short sleeve t-shirts. So <laughs> yeah. we like to see those guys make it on the ground and get all cold and stuff. Um, but you know, we, we had to, uh, we got to do is what we got. Um, you know, this is a, a small high school program and, um, and the facilities we have are what we have. Um, we do have a, a gym space that we may use, but gym spaces aren't, aren't football fields. So it's not, uh, it's not exactly the same. Uh, and I like to try to keep it as, as close to the same as we can for our kids. Well, hopefully the team you're playing against is having the same issue, uh, preparing for you guys. Um, so last week, I asked you to do me a favor. You, you, I asked you to run a trick play. You guys ran a trick play, and I was looking at the screen, and I'm like, I wonder if that was for me. I wonder if he's thinking <laughs> about me right now. No, I, I, know, I know you're not, but it, 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 the thought did enter my mind. Uh, you guys ran a trick play, the fake punt, and it was open. Uh, didn't qu- quite fully execute the play. What were you seeing throughout that game to run that trick play? You know, again, um, Cannon Falls was, was bringing pressure, right? They were, they were coming after us, and we knew also that we were punting into the wind. Um, you know, and any time I know for us, when, when the other team's going to punt into the wind, if we got a chance to go block a punt, we're going to go block a punt or, or at least try. Um, so I just felt Cannon Falls, between the pressure and the situation of where the game was at, they were going to, uh, they were going to try to come after it. Um, so I, I told our, our special teams guy, I said, Hey, if, if the, uh, if the fake is there, let's take it. And, um, of course we ended up having to burn a timeout cause we only had 10 guys on the field. One guy was not, uh, you know, <laughs> not paying attention. Um, but, uh, so we ended up calling a timeout. We kind of had seen what we thought they were going to do. They had one guy deep, 10 guys up on the line. Um, so of course we went out there and, and, uh, ran the fake, um, it was, uh, I'll say that it was, it was not the way we, uh, we executed every week in practice. We normally actually throw it to the other tight end in practice because our scout players usually guard the tight end that we threw it to in the game. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so it was a little different, but, um, you know, it was, uh, it was just kind of a situational call for us. Huh? Well, I loved watching it. It just the execution. Yeah. I got dropped it. Um, okay. Final little common question here. So last week you did that favor for me. Real quick question before I ask you this, and this could blow up the whole question, so it could yeah. totally backfire. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Hoosiers before? I have. I have seen the movie Hoosiers. Okay. Um, I actually, I actually made a reference to it the other day. Yes. And I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure any of our players have ever seen the movie, so <laughs> I, it might have gone over all their heads. But the coaches thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the idea that I had that was what I was going to ask you was you should bring a tape measure to us bank stadium like he brought a tape measure to the state championship game he brings the tape measure to the basketball hoop he says what, what's the height of this he says it's 10 feet because the guys are so amazed at just how big the building is they've never seen anything outside of a farm building before and then he says these are the same measurements um at home as they are here basically to try to ease their fears 
Is that something you're going to consider doing or what was your Hoosiers reference? Uh, mine actually was very similar. Uh, you know, last week we're going down to Hastings. Um, you know, the, the field at Hastings kind of sat in between two state highways, kind of in the, in their, what I would call their downtown type area. Um, and so my reference to Hoosier actually was, you know, Hey guys, just remember the field is a hundred yards long that we're going to play on same <laughs> length as the one we have outside. Wow. Um, and so, and so I guess, you know, I'd love to take a tape measure down to U.S. Bank and say, "Hey, guys, look, if we, if it's the same size, right?" Um, they got yardage signs, though, so I guess you don't have to. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, you know, I, I think hopefully, maybe some of these guys watch a couple NFL games every now and then, and hopefully, they understand that the field is the uh, is the exact same as the one we play on. Um, but I know the kids are super excited. Uh, you know, we've already talked about, you know. There's going to be lots of lights and all that stuff and bigger seats and everything. Uh, but I think our kids will be ready to play. Well, Coach, thank you so much. Congratulations on making it to the semifinals. And, hey, if you guys make it the state uh, to the state championship, I'd love to have you on again. Absolutely. We'll do it. If we go 1-0, I'll come back. <laughs> Keep a good thing going. Well, thanks That's so much right. for taking the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 